that we all call Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate Program number 1,327. Thanks for sharing your time with me on this chilly, rainy morning. And uh, today, as we progress into our program, uh, the second half hour of the program, uh, the subdivision of the week will be the Northgate subdivision. So anybody that lives in Northgate might want to tune in for that, see how that subdivision is performing in this market. And following our weekly observations, we're going to have the phone lines open for you to ask your questions or share your comments or if you have any experiences in this crazy market that we've been experiencing for the last year and a half, uh, feel free to call in at 217-629-7970 with those questions and comments. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I do not own REMAX. I am not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions expressed on this program are those of a real estate broker serving families just like yours in the Springfield area as a full-time realtor since 1987. Let's thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program, shall we? Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing, when you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. And Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slabjackers. I'm going to take a moment to say good morning to... My sister Mindy out in Cumberland, Maryland, son Sam in Nashville, Tennessee, son Josh, his wife Ashley, and my grandkids Kenzie and Weston out in North Carolina, and they're listening live on WMAY.com. Welcome aboard, everybody that's online. Greatly appreciate you tuning in and sharing your time with us this morning. Uh, I do want to do a quick public service announcement, if I may, please, before we begin the program. Uh, if you're driving and you're and hearing this message, if you have a black, gray, or silver car, SUV, or pickup truck, you are not exempt from having your headlights on when it's raining. And if you happen to live outside the Springfield area and you happen to be driving around on I-55, uh, the 65-mile-an-hour speed limit around town uh, does not exempt you either and that means you're 80 and 90 miles an hour and i swear one guy was going 100 that went flying by me in the rain uh just a quick public service announcement we hate cleaning up the mess that you make so please turn on your headlights drive safely i don't care if you go 65 or 70 or whatever but let's be reasonable shall we folks well, it's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street frontage road. Mark's Fireplace and Lighting is one awesome store. But when I got up this morning after, you know, a week where the heat index was well over 100 degrees on several days and I went outside, I was cold. And you will be too on those evenings because we're going to, don't you remember August of past where it's steaming, humid, hot during the day, but at night it goes down into the 50s and it gets kind of chilly. And then along comes September and, and October. But now's the time to go down and buy your fire pit 
for those cool evenings. If you're entertaining, the days are getting shorter, and you want to take advantage of the company that you have over, get a fire pit from Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, and you can continue to enjoy the outdoors throughout the end of the summer and into the fall. Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. Here's your weekly observations for this July 31st, 2021. And it's titled, August, State Fair, Vacations, School, Housing. You know, in a normal year, August can prove to be rather fickle. Some years, August, home sales are great. And other years, ho-hum. The state fair and end-of-summer vacations can distract uh, some people from the market. The beginning of school used to be the mark of the end of the hottest selling season. Why? Well, families wanted to purchase their new home and get settled in before the school year, didn't they? It was uh, an exception, not the rule, that families would move during the school year. That was decades ago, when the vast majority of households had school-aged children. We're still waiting on the breakdown of the 2020 census for some reason. I don't know why, but we are. So we'll use 2010 numbers to give you a feel for the number of households with school-aged children in our market. In 2010, 25% of households were married with children. That's one out of four. 27% married with no children at home. 31% were single-person households. And the remainder, 11%, a grab bag of uh, grandparents living with uh, children and so forth. Just kind of a grab bag. During the 1960s until, I'm I'm guessing, around the 1990s, around 75% of households were married with children. That meant families would be shopping for a home, you know, beginning around the mid to end of March, and really take off in April and be done by August because you needed time to close and move. And if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but it seemed to me there was a time when school didn't start until after Labor Day. You know, when our demographics changed, so did the sales pattern of homes. With fewer than half of today's home buyers married with children, uh, the start to the school year just became less important. And sales have become more evenly spread throughout the year. August may be hot and humid and referred to as the dog days of summer. The state fair distracts somewhat and families are taking their last minute vacations before school starts, which makes August hard to predict home sale activity. This August may be harder to predict because the demand for housing has been interest rate driven and will become satisfied at some point. July finished strong, though, with 113 new listings this week, 108 pending sales this week. So that means the pattern of sales reflecting the number of new listings continues. And the best week in closed sales with 129 continued another pace that we've been monitoring here, if you've been paying attention. 60% of those 129 sold at or above their asking price. This indicates demand for homes continues to remain strong and probably due to interest rates falling in spite of the highest inflation in 13 years. That's when the government printed money out of the wazoo to counter the Great Recession, if you recall. 
This time, government is printing money out the wazoo to counter the irresponsible economic shutdown that destroyed 35% of small businesses and driving big corporations to record profits. Every time government increases the money supply without corresponding uh, 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 increased output and production, the value of the dollar declines and prices go up. If you're printing more money for the same amount of products, the dollar becomes less valuable, doesn't it? You know, gas is at an eight-year high. Energy's on the rise. Electricity, natural gas, so forth. And food is already up. If you if you buy food, if you go to the grocery store, you know the price of food is up. And it was just uh, uh, predicted that it's going to rise another 10% by October. Collectively, this uh, diminishes the disposable incomes of families and will ultimately cause a pullback in consumer spending, won't it? That accounts for 70% of the GDP. Consumer spending did rise 1% in June, better than expected. However, economists are divided on the reasons why spending increased. Were people spending the last of their government stimulus checks? Or were people being forced to pay higher prices for necessities due to that inflation? Regardless, consumer confidence recovered from the Government's reaction to COVID by shutting down the economy and has been above 100 in both May and June. Uh, this will be an indicator to watch with inflation as it digs deeper into the working families' incomes. August begins tomorrow, doesn't it? There will be a state fair. School will begin. There will be last-minute vacations. Inflation will show no signs of letting up. And interest rates remain near record lows, and July finished strong. So there's a mixed bag right there. One indicates, you know, it'll slow down the market. The other indicates the market's going strong. Doesn't make any sense, but very few things do these days. Although hard to predict, it appears the local housing market will continue to be good in August. The only question is, how good? So enjoy the dog days. And tune in here to be the first to learn how the housing market actually uh, unfolds in August. And that's this week's uh, Weekly Observations, brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. My wife, Christy Fister, and I, Fritz Fister, with REMAX Professionals of Springfield, invite you to give us a call if you're thinking about buying or selling a home or doing both. My phone number is 217-652-SOLD. 652 sold. It would be an honor to serve your family. Now, that's really difficult to predict what's going to happen. Uh, this inflation seriously has me concerned. You know, I was driving down. I took a little bit different route to get to uh, the studios today because I was concerned about the uh, ramp at Sangamon Avenue being closed. So I got off on. Uh, the Clear Lake exit, and I, I came up Dirksen Parkway. And uh, I noticed the gas station's 339 for regular. Are you kidding me? Here we go. Everything that gets delivered on wheels is going up. Uh, and that, that causes me a concern. Uh, it, granted, we got a lot of stimulus money for people staying home and not working or continuing to work, whatever their situation was. So there have been trillions and trillions of dollars 
pumped into this economy. And um, that could have some very dire consequences unless this economy really fires up and we get people back to work. It appears that uh, we're starting to get uh, some of the COVID jobs refilled uh, that were uh, closed down, essentially. Uh, and uh, getting those people back to work would be a nice thing. I know that the, uh, the Congress did not uh, extend the uh, rent relief, uh, the waiver of rent, uh, the non-eviction, if you will, of tenants. Uh, so that means uh, they are going to have to start paying their rent, which is a great relief to a lot of uh, investors who own income properties who haven't been paid for a year, a year and a half, and are at risk of losing those properties. Those that are in good, solid financial uh, position, didn't owe a lot of money on them, uh, are going to be just fine. But those uh, who had them mortgaged, uh, say they were getting near retirement and decided to go out and buy a rental property, put 20% down. Well, it's kind of hard to make a, a house payment for a year, a year and a half without any income coming in on an income property. So we'll see how all that shakes out. Uh, I know rents continue to go through the roof. I don't know if that's in part due to uh, some of these uh, landlords who have zero income coming in on some of their properties, making it up on other properties. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, I'm not sure when the foreclosure forbearance ends. Uh, I believe that was extended to the end of the year, but I'm not positive. I'll have to check on that. My concern is, is the people who legitimately lost their jobs due to COVID and had that forbearance, the way I understand uh, the way forbearance works is that uh, you didn't have to make your, your house payment and the mortgage holder would not foreclose upon you. They were allowed to add what you missed onto the end of the mortgage. They would still get their money, but you would get the relief uh, now of not having to make that payment while you were unemployed due to no fault of your own. So we have to see how many people uh, that lost their jobs uh, have become gainfully reemployed, if you will, and can now make that house payment. There may be many who cannot. And in the event that that happens, uh, between the uh, investors that had their uh, rental properties leveraged and people who lost their jobs that had foreclosure forbearance, when those two things uh, happen together, you may see another uh, increase and a rather dramatic one in the number of foreclosures in the local market, which, of course, uh, we just lived through that through the when the economy crashed in 2008 and we had the Great Recession, although it only lasted a short period of time. It took us a long time to dig out of that. And in 2013, if you'll recall, one out of every five home sales that closed in our marketplace was a foreclosure. And that's uh, pretty interesting. So... We've got some really interesting times uh, headed our way. It's August. I can't believe it because, as you know, the, you have listened to this program now in our 26th year of uh, bringing this program to you. I share with you every year, Labor Day is the bell lap. That marks the end of the selling season. We usually have 
uh, four to six weeks of good market remaining following Labor Day. So my advice is, is if you know you're going to need to be selling your home, I would be getting it listed and I would be getting it listed while this inventory is still down. We'll be sharing with you after the uh, news at the bottom of the hour, the market update, and let you know what's going on with the inventory and everything. And the demand. And that demand, you know, we're going to be trucking right along one of these days. And the uh, interest rate driven demand may just simply go away. It may become satisfied. And then we're going to be dependent upon job creation. And uh, that'll be interesting to see unfold. We're going to see a lot of new small businesses open up because the 35% that uh, uh, were uh, put out of business by the government shutdown of the economy, the governor's shutdown, I should say. He did that unilaterally. Uh, that created a void, and a void in the economy always gets filled. So we'll see what kind of new businesses we have. We have some uh, pretty exciting times ahead of us as far as I'm concerned. Don't forget about our friends at Writing. Speaking about exciting, well, there's nothing exciting about a plumbing leak. You call Writings Plumbing at 544-6890, and they will come right out and get that repaired so that you don't have to uh, worry about it over the weekend or any other day. They're great. They're prompt. They're courteous. They're clean. They put on the little booty things. They're pleasant. They're affordable. Writings Plumbing, and it's Writings to the Rescue, 544-6890. We're going to take a break uh, for the uh, news at the bottom of the hour. When we come back, we're going to have the market update. And then you guys stick around and listen to this interest rate watch brought to you by Hillier Storage and Moving. You're not going to believe these interest rates. And then the subdivision of the week, we're going to go out to Northgate. But don't forget our friends at Slabjackers Construction. They are totally on your side about helping you eliminate trip hazards helping you keep water from running towards your house and getting it running away from the house. You see, they can come out and they can take that concrete that's sinking and they can drill holes in it and they pump this special compound underneath it that raises that concrete back up, seal the cracks for you. Does it look brand new? No. Does it look 100% better? Yes. Is it a fraction of the cost of replacing it with new concrete? Absolutely. Call Chuck at 787-8252-SLAB, Jackers Construction. We're going to take a break for the news here in just a second. Uh, But also just want to repeat my public service announcement. If you have a gray, silver, or black vehicle, whether it be a small car or medium-sized car, SUV, or pickup truck, You are not exempt from having your headlights on while you're driving in this rain. I just about hit a couple of people. They just come flying up on you. You can't see them. They just meld right in with the highway in the rain. I'm telling you, I don't want to be in an accident with you. And it's back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister of Remax Professionals on WMAY. Welcome back to Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,327. A lot of Saturdays happy to be here. Honored that you would share your time with me each Saturday. Hopefully, the information I share with you is valuable and useful to you and proves beneficial to you as you buy and sell real estate in our local marketplace. Now, I'm a little bit concerned about this inflation with the uh, printing and spending of money at at levels we've never, ever seen before. 
uh, and uh, because all those things added up, uh, the inflation, the consumer confidence, uh, the disposable incomes of families, uh, it just all uh, plays into demand for housing, doesn't it? You have to have jobs. You have to have good-paying jobs. You have to have affordable housing. You have to have uh, reasonable interest rates to be able to afford that housing. And my greatest concern, being a little bit long in the tooth, is I remember the uh, the years when uh, uh, the Carter administration completely ignored uh, inflation and they kept the interest rates too low too long. And by the time Reagan got in, they had to raise interest rates all the way up to 21% before uh, they got it under control. How many houses do you think you sell when the uh, mortgage rates are 18 19%? Yes, I know you may not have been alive during that time, and you're now buying houses, and you are uh, accustomed to, shall we say, the lower interest rates. Well, those days could revisit us because, as I've shared with uh, folks on this program over the years, Harry Truman, one of my favorite presidents, said, there's no such thing as a future. It's just history. It hasn't happened yet. Let's thank our sponsors, shall we? Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent, moving the things you love. Bacon, termite, and pest control. They don't bug you, just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction, Landscaping, and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. And that's why you call Pat, 691-8555. I actually had a real estate agent call me this week. He says, who's that guy that that uh, keeps water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. And and I gave him Pat's name and number to call because he had a client that had a problem and he wanted to help get it resolved and get it resolved affordably. And if other real estate agents are calling me, and this was from a different real estate company, if they call me to get Pat's number, you should too. You should call Pat. You know, we're going to get into those fall rains now, aren't we? We're going to have some more dog days, and we're going to have off and on rains. But when we get into the fall range, you better be certain you have attended to that leaky crawl space or basement. Now's the time to do it. Call Pat Patterson, 691-8555. Well, here's your market update. You know, we've finished really strong to end the month of July. I'm really curious to see what the July numbers will be. Uh, I'll have those for you on next Saturday's program. Uh, but let me find the uh, uh, sales pendings because I, th I found it rather. Oh, by the way, Sangamon County uh, finished with 361 closed sales in June. That is uh, the best since uh, 373 back in 2014. So that's a really good number. The uh, 302 pending sales uh, were second best only to last year, 334. But if you remember last year, uh, we were coming off of the uh, the lockdowns and people said, we're taking advantage of these low interest rates. But on the sales pendings, we had 106 the week before last and 108 last week. That's 214 homes that went under contract in two weeks. That's the best two-week run we've had. And uh, that uh, compares to uh, last year, uh, the same two weeks, we had uh, 101 and 100 
and uh, that's 201. So we actually had 13 more, uh, which is the first time that that's happened in quite some time. So we finished really strong. The inventory, yeah, it's the end of the month. Everything closes out at the end of the month, seems like. Everybody wants that to pay less interest uh, to the end of the month so that they don't have to bring so much money to closing, the buyers, that is. Uh, but I will tell you this, the 497 that are currently available will be shown of those 382 are active. So that slipped down a little bit from 390, but it's still running uh, a lot higher. Uh, that's 390 we had last week on Saturday. That, well, that was the highest since February the 27th. 2,430 closed home sales. That's up 10% over last year on this day. That's up 221. But you got to remember that's over. Um, that was uh, due to, you know, the, the COVID year. Let's just call it the COVID year. Uh, so going forward, August, September, October, November, December, they were all record months for home sales in our marketplace. It just never let up. Once it, the sold pendings took off in May, the closing started happening in June, and now we're going to be comparing apples to apples through the rest of the year, and that will be nice. 629 are currently reported under contract. That's the second best on record to last year. That's down by 5.3%. So your real estate market is really good right now. It continues to hold. However, it can change on a dime. Once that demand becomes satisfied, it's over. Until we have jobs created to add to demand for housing. We will slip right back to old, normal demand situations. If you know a REMAX professional agent and you're looking to sell or buy a home, you give them a call at... 787-7215 if you have a professional relationship with them. If you don't have a professional relationship with a REMAX professional agent, call me. My name's Fritz Fister. I've been at REMAX Professional since 1989. And my wife, Christy, and I and uh, office administrator, buyer broker, Amy Mason, would be happy to serve you and your family. My phone number is 217652 Sold, 217-652-7653. And please leave a message if I'm unavailable to answer. I will get back to you, I promise. A lot of people call and they don't leave a message. I don't understand that. Okay, that's your uh, market update. That was brought to you by Pat Patterson, 691-8555. Now it's time for your weekly interest rate watch, brought to you by Hillier Storage and Moving moving to things you love. These interest rates are great. They're just unbelievable, phenomenal. I am seriously concerned that the federal government is allowing this to go too long. And once inflation gets out of control, they have to take really strict measures to, to uh, reel it back in so that people can have an affordable living and can afford to go to the grocery store and the gas station and pay their utility bills. Of course, uh, when you have, you're going to have a lot of wage pressures too, but it doesn't matter uh, if you get big raises, if everything, if you get a 50% raise and everything's gone up 100%, what difference does it make? Uh, that's a different subject. Listen to these interest rates. Unbelievably good. 15 year, 
is now 2.175%. That is the lowest it's been since June the 5th of 2020. The 30-year conventional loan has fallen to 2.8%, which is the lowest it's been since February the 12th of this year. FHA has held again at 2.625%. Now, first-time home buyers, if you're having a difficult time saving up for a down payment, FHA is an option for you where they only require 3.75% down, and you can actually ask that the seller participate in part of that down payment and your closing costs. Closing costs on an FHA run typically $2,800 to $3,000 but you can get a 2.625% 30-year mortgage. That is phenomenal. And my VA friends, we've, <laughs> we were at 2.5% uh, for two weeks, and then it jumped up to 2.625 last week, and I thought it was on its way back up, and it's back down to 2.5. 2.5% on a 30-year fixed Right, Conven uh, not conventional, but a VA mortgage. That will never change. The only thing that changes on any of these loans will be your, if you're escrowing for insurance and taxes, if those change, then of course your escrow is going to change. And if uh, you want to know what the annual percentage rate is on these rates that I just quoted you, call your local lender and they'll be happy to share them with you because the government requires them to disclose to you <clears throat> the amortized cost of your closing cost amortized over the first year of the loan. And they'll make you sign a document. And Fritz said it was 2.5%, but this says the APR is 2.77%. Well, your rate is 2.5% on your mortgage. This is just a way uh, for the government to confuse you, I would say. And that's about all it ever accomplishes. You know you're paying the closing costs because the banker tells you. <laughs> you got to bring the money or you can't close on the loan, right? So I don't know why the government requires that silly APR be calculated, but that's what they do. Now, that is great news. And even greater news is Hillier Storage and Moving is still available for you. Oh, I had, uh, you know, I had a situation where... Uh, I had a client that uh, got his house sold the uh, first day on the market, and uh, the people backed out. And uh, that he had already set his moving plans with Hillier. Well, he was blessed because he was working with Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent, because they were able to, well, we put the house back on the market. We sold it right away, but the closing date changed, didn't it? Well, they were able to accommodate the new closing date. These are things that Hillier goes out of their way to do for their clients. Just like above and beyond the call of duty. Movers are swamped right now. Realtors are swamped. Brokers, uh, mortgage brokers, mortgage bankers, appraisers, home inspectors, everybody's swamped. These contractors... They're swamped. But Hillier jumps up and gets the job done 
for their clients. I recommend them. You give uh, to my friend Tom Swift a call at 525-8550, and you too will receive the same service. And that's your weekly interest rate watch. Well, we're going to take a little ride now out to the north end of Springfield, to the Northgate subdivision. You know, we went all around the county, went to all the villages. We even stepped outside to Menard County and went up to Petersburg and Nathan's. But we did all the county uh, areas. And then last week we uh, did Sangamon County, the upper bracket, uh, which I uh, have determined is $350,000 and up. Yeah, you know, I checked this morning, and and of the uh, homes that sold over four hundred thousand dollars, there have been seventy six. Excuse me, one hundred and six. There have been sixty one between four and five hundred, and there's already forty six home sales closed over five hundred thousand dollars, and there's nineteen under contract. Last year was the all time record year in in our marketplace. And that includes the MLS. That doesn't. That's not just Sangamon County. Uh, Fifty-eight, fifty-eight homes had closed over five hundred thousand last year, and this year there's forty-six already closed and nineteen more. So there's sixty-five if they all close, and hopefully for everybody involved in the transactions, they do. But now we're going back out to the first-time home buyer, one of their favorite places to buy. It has been one of the number one resale subdivisions, top resale subdivisions, because it's always been affordable. If you remember back in the day in the 60s and 70s, it was built by mostly by Vrindenberg uh, builders. And uh, Northgate is a large subdivision, so we get a good feeling for activity when we go to Northgate. Well, currently in Northgate, a home... Uh, a subdivision with hundreds and hundreds of homes. Guess how many are currently available for sale? Three. That's endemic of what's going on in our marketplace. We have a record low inventory of homes for sales. Well, not record low, but near record low. It's pushing up towards 400 now. We almost went below 300 earlier this year in the spring. Uh, but there's three homes available for sale um, and one that was at, uh, the highest was 135,000. There's one at 114.90 and there's one at 74,000. Now they've been on the market an average of 45 days. So that might be an opportunity for a buyer under contract up in Northgate. Holy moly. There's six of them, twice as many that are available. And, uh, the median list price of a home under contract in Northgate $126,200. Average days on the market, what did we say, 45 for those three that are for sale? Uh, for those six that are under contract, how many days are they average to a contract? Two, two days. Unbelievable. And I look at that 126.2 as the median sale price. I know that's only on six homes, but I remember... Uh, when we were selling back in the 80s and early 90s, we were selling Northgate homes for 45 to 55,000. So if you bought one back then and you're ready to retire, you're doing real good. Now, the last six months in Northgate, we've had 30 home sales close. 
The median sale price, $115,000. You want to know what the high sale price was so far this year in Northgate? $146,000. Never heard of before. The, me the average days on the market to a contract, 13 days, less than two weeks on 30 homes. That's amazing. Now we wind back the tape another year, and we do the same six months, January 30th, 2020, through July 30th, 2020, and there were 22 sales. And that's really good considering two of those months were just DOA. But those 22 uh, closed sales, the median sale price, $110,500. The high was only one thirty. dollars and they averaged 32 days to a contract, almost three times as long. So we've cut two-thirds of the time off to sell a house in Northgate. We've increased the median sale price by $4,500. And we've increased the number of sales by more than 25%. So Northgate, I would say, is doing quite well, wouldn't you? I sure would. Okay, that's your uh, subdivision of the week, and that was brought to you by our friends at Bacon, Termite, and Pest Control. They don't bug you, just the critters in your home. I say that because I mean that. I remember we somehow, or while well, we live next to fields and all that, and we live on a cul-de-sac, but we got some rats in our landscaping. I couldn't believe it. First time in my life I've ever had that happen. It was no problem. We call bacon, termite, and pest control. And they came out and they took care of them for us. So they're not just about, of course, if, you know, you got your spiders and your ants and, 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 and wasps and so forth, they can take care of that too. Not just termites, not just carpenter ants, not just carpenter bees. Bacon, termite, and pest control can do it all. And they're affordable. They guarantee their work, they're family-owned, and they stand by their work. You give Kathy Bacon a call at 544-7566. You'll be glad you did. You know, we're uh, today's July 31st, so I pulled up uh, the Sangamon County stats and uh, see what's going on. That's the big dog. Uh, and... Lo and behold, last week when I did it, there were 360 closed sales. This week, there was 361. Realtors are still reporting their sales late. I am pleased to announce to you that the MLS has now come out with new rules that everybody has to have their sales reported by the second day of the month or they're going to get fined. Now, we'll see if that works and the realtors actually do their jobs and turn in their sales in a timely fashion as they're Supposed to, according to the uh, the rules. But once again, June finished up 18.8%. I don't expect that to be the case on the sold and closed in Julys. Because through the end of business yesterday, there were, well, let me see. There were 423 reported sold and closed through the end of business yesterday for the month of July, which is outstanding. But last year, there were 478 closed in July. So we're going to have to have 65 more sales turned in. Now, is that possible? Sure is. But it, um, it's looking like uh, it's going to be 
coming in under last year. Not by much. But I think that's the beginning of what you will see through the remainder of the year, the number of closed sales inching down. Because as I predicted at the beginning of the year, uh, I don't, didn't see how we could maintain the toward pace, all-time record-setting pace of uh, 2020, and that we'd probably finish up the year down 0 to 5%. So uh, that's just a little bit of a warning for you home sellers out there that uh, uh, what goes up must come down. So if you've been thinking about selling your home, I highly recommend that you do it now or do it yesterday. Uh, and these interest rates are going to pull more buyers, believe it or not, into the market. And there's still a lot of buyers out there. There's, you know, I remember the days, you know, I, I found uh, one of my old pads that uh, I did my weekly stats on. Uh, and it was from 2006. And 2005 was an all-time record year. And 2006, uh, the average days on the market were 68 days. Uh, sellers had to wait a long time to get sold. And we only had 48 to 52% of the listing sell each year. Now, it's a complete reversal. The median days on the market, uh, the average, excuse me, the average days on the market in, in Sangamon County in uh, May and, and June were 21 days. So that 68 days went out the window, didn't it? But now the buyers are waiting, and the buyers who are smart have hired an agent they can trust that knows the market, that knows values, and has a reasonably confident idea of resale potential of the property that you're looking at. Because as I mentioned, there were 62% uh, of the 129 closed sales, the biggest week of the year, sold at or above asking price, but 43 of them were just at asking price. And of the 37 that were above asking price, there wasn't anything seriously outrageous. I think the highest was $16,000 above asking price. But I'm seeing a lot of this. Houses listed at $119.9 sells for $120. Okay, $100 over asking price. Houses listed for $120,500, it sells for $121,000. I'm seeing a lot of that. So it's coming down uh, back to reality. Uh, you, you can, you've got to be smart on your offer. You cannot cost yourself a home over 1000 or $2 by coming in. Say the one nineteen nine house, you come in at one seventeen nine in this market, you might as well kiss the house goodbye because somebody else is going to be enjoying it at Christmas, not you. So you got to be smart as a buyer. But you can't be stupid and pay too much. If you buy an overpriced home today, someday you're going to have to sell an overpriced home. That's just the way the life works. So I'm uh, sharing with you that you need to uh, hire an agent that has experience, that knows values, that has a reasonable idea of what the resale potential is for that property you're looking at and the location and the condition that it's in and what you're planning on doing to it. If you do that, you're going to come out smelling like a rose. You're going to be just fine. Well, my name's Fritz Fister. I really appreciate you uh, sharing your time with me this morning. Uh, if you have the need to buy or sell a home, uh, give me a call, 217-652-SOLD.
It would be an honor to serve your family. God bless you all. Make it a great week. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. Totally avoidable if you simply turn on your...